0: STAT Media Group, delivering logistics news since 1986. This is Cargo Masterminds from STAT Media Group. It's Monday and it's time to catch up with our new Cargo Mastermind. Hello and welcome to Cargo Masterminds. My name is Reggie John. This is a very special episode of Cargo Masterminds because we have in our show, the man who heads the largest cargo airline in the world. The ascent to the pole position was tough for this carrier, but more rapid than expected, despite severe adversities that included a more than three-year-old blockade that prevented it from flying over its neighboring airspace, making its operations prohibitively expensive. And then the COVID pandemic, which made things even worse. But sheer determination and perseverance, along with the collective will of the airline, made it to the top of the chart. Qatar Airways Cargo today is the world's largest cargo carrier by freight run kilometers. And going by the latest numbers, it carries close to 10% of the world's total air cargo volume. It's my pleasure to welcome Guillaume Halyu. Chief Officer Cargo at Qatar Airways to this special episode of Cargo Masterminds. Guillaume, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Reggie. It's very good to see you again. It's been a while. Um, unfortunately, there's a screen between us, but I'm always happy to, um, to talk to you.
0: Guillaume, given the limited time that we have, I'd like to uh, speak with you on two important uh, topics that are so critical uh, to taking Qatar Airways Cargo where it is today in global ranking. Um, those two critical Topics are aggressive and ambitious digital transformation initiatives uh, and innate social responsibility with a sustainable outlook to balance the three Ps, planet, people, and profit. On to my first topic and to the first question. Can you give us a sense of the aggressive and ambitious digital transformation push at uh, Qatar Airways Cargo? Uh, particularly during the pandemic, where the industry really felt the urgency of digitalization like never before.
1: Uh, that, that's a very vast question to begin with, uh, uh, Reggie. So uh, first, I'd, I'd like to make one comment. Uh, digital transformation is, is a term that everybody uses. Uh, I, I like to stay away from it because uh, we're just not there. I'm talking about Qatar Airways cargo. Let's be very honest. This is a long path. this is a complicated path. So for us, digital implementation into our business consists of a number of initiatives. Um, Most of them are unseen from the outside. Most of our digital uh, improvement or transformation uh, would be internal, would be behind the behind the curtain. Um, That would be back office activities, that would be automation, that would be uh, some artificial intelligence, which is another term that is being used by a lot of people. You could also say algorithms. uh, So mathematics to really help the user make the right decision. Uh, so you would have that in 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 operation. You would have that in customer uh, management, a CRM, for example. You would have that in operation as well. And let's not forget in, in, in warehouse, in optimization of your resources in a warehouse, in the hub. Uh, all of that is not visible to, to the outside. So we've engaged uh, the, down that road uh, quite some time ago. That was before COVID. Um, this is not a COVID initiative. And what is very visible is actually the distribution channel part, which is what we're talking about today. Um, So that part is only one element of our digitalization uh, project. It's uh, of our our roadmap, let's say. Um, And it by far, it is not not even the biggest piece. The, the biggest piece is internal. So where we are today is rolling out our uh, digital distribution of capacity and price with the partnership with, uh, with WebCargonet. And we are extremely happy and thrilled to go down that road with WebCargonet. Um, but let's not forget that a lot more is happening internally uh, with the help of technology that simply was not avail- available three, five years ago.
0: Guillaume, can you give us a sense of what else is really happening? I know there are a lot more of uh, things happening in detail at the at, the, at the back end. Uh, can, you, uh, can you kind of detail some of them?
1: Um, so, yeah, I can, I can give you a few examples. Uh, obviously, uh, the most common ones would be, for example, dynamic pricing, um, which is the idea of having technology to help you have the most refined price uh to increase your chances your chances of conversion uh, so that would be the lowest granularity possible for one customer on a day of the week flight specific ond specific what price would you would you like to, to to price your capacity in that in that scenario today our level of granularity is not bad but it is not precise enough um, as as a large carrier as you as you have mentioned um the economies of scale are absolutely massive so if we were to improve on certain trade lanes our yield performance by let's say one percent only one percent you're already looking at the scale of our organization at multiple millions of dollars uh, of impact for the benefit of the company if you do this wrong this becomes a risk. So you'd be looking at multiple millions of dollars of possible losses. So dynamic pricing is one example. The CRM activities, uh, which is really well developed in the market today, is another example. I'll give you one more, which is, for example, deployment of uh, handheld devices in, in our operation at the loading stage of, uh, of pallets in our freighters, for example, to minimize the risk of, uh, the risk of uh, loading errors. Those are very tangible, very concrete initiatives that we are for some of them, exploring. For some of them, we are quite advanced, and and for some of them, we are deploying.
0: You, you did make a mention mention about your recent partnership with uh, Web Cargo by Freitas, and you placed it mm-hmm. in context of your uh, your bigger bigger vision of digitalization at Qatar Airways Cargo. Um, so this above partnership and above service is going to be launched in phases, and the first phase is to be rolled out uh, uh, in France, Germany, Italy, Netherlands, South Africa, and Spain on the on the seventh of February. Uh, what made you to choose uh, these markets for the launch of this service?
1: So it, it's a combination of combination of reasons. Really, um, we are piloting with those countries um, uh, based on the maturity of those countries when it comes to. Uh, e-bookings, um, the maturity of our relationship with our customers, again, when it comes to the, to e-bookings, um, uh, the maturity of our teams and, and our own ability to push and develop that, that distribution channel in those countries. Not to say that other countries are not mature, but we felt those countries um, would gather more uh, success factors to begin with because, again, it is a pilot and we need to learn as we go. This is, this is a drastic change for us. Digitalization of distribution is not new to Qatar Airways. We, we had e bookings on our own web based services on our web portal um, for quite some years already. As a matter of fact, in the world, one third of Qatar Airways bookings come to us via our website. It's not nothing in some countries that ratio is 85 90 95 percent in in your country reggie in india our our level of ebookings is is way above 85 percent close to 90 percent because this is a market practice in india and and it is not the case everywhere we we see other countries where that channel is not being utilized at all um we've also worked very strongly in line with uh web Cargonet and and their their footprint in 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 those countries and we felt that those six countries would be the the best place to to pilot and to to test and learn
0: when do you expect to have it launched also in india <laughs> so we'll
1: go you know you you don't want to you don't want to mix up uh going fast and rushing, right? So we want to go fast, but I don't want to rush. Uh, you know me. I've, I've always been a very cautious uh, personality. Um, I'm okay with baby steps. So right now, what I can tell you without making false promises is we're rolling that out on February 7. That's going to happen. Step two is prepared, is ready, is on hold. We want to see what's going to happen with the pilot, and then we'll see how we go. Um, so India is... is Planned. Uh, I, I am not in a position to tell you today, uh, for obvious reasons, when we're going to do it in India, but we have a rollout uh, plan for the world of um, an e booking uh, push, uh, right? So, uh, Web Cargonet is a platform that brings a lot of value to their customers, to airlines and to freight forwarders. Um, our website also brings value to us and to our freight forwarders. So we, we want to continue to drive both side by side. And, and we want to have a, a very pragmatic approach and, and be and be very down to earth as of, you know, what is the next logical step? So we'll roll it out that way.
0: Guillaume, do you have any approximate deadline as to by when do you you will have the entire global network uh, on this platform or a combination of these kind of platforms?
1: I have an idea that I will just keep for myself for now.
0: Fair enough, Guillaume. Um, uh, Is the current partnership with uh, web cargo by freighters exclusive for a time period or for a geography? And will Qatar Airways cargo be open to, or will that capacity be made available in other similar online platforms uh, or online digital freight market platforms?
1: So, uh, no, it is not exclusive. Um, we would be we would be quite presumptuous to to assume that we alone can change the world and, and can change uh, uh, market habits. Um, uh, we believe very strongly in in web carbonets. They 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 have a. a beautiful wonderful product which at this stage um was assessed to be the the best platform for us to launch however we are keeping our options open and we will definitely consider um expanding that uh, experience to other platforms uh, if needed so there, there's no there's no exclusivity that would prevent us from making moves uh, whenever it makes business sense for qatar Airways.
0: something related to the next question but not not very specific but uh uh, did you time the launch of this service? And uh, in the beginning of this year, on the first of um, uh, January, you had the three triple seven, brand new triple seven production freighters landing in Doha. Uh, you have today 30 uh, 30 freighters uh, in your fleet. You're the largest cargo carrier <clears throat> in the world. Uh, did you time the launch of these things to to kind of give that value proposition to the global air cargo customers?
1: I would love to say yes, but the reality is no. <laughs> no, um, What we did not time was the delivery of the three freighters that you just mentioned on, on January 1. Those freighters were delayed for technical reasons and, and, and got to us a, a bit late. We would have loved to have them before the peak season, obviously. Um, but OK, now they're here, and we're, we're very happy. Um, so the the timing of this rollout with Web Cargo Net, uh, with Web Cargo by Freighters, is really um, uh, the timing that we we managed to do in a in a secure way, making sure that there will be uh, very minimal uh, issues or no issues at all, and, and that we are absolutely ready to roll it out. Um, if we had been ready six months ago, we would have rolled it out six months ago. Mind you, six months ago, we were busy with other things, right? Um, so COVID did put a bit of delay in our plan because this plan is from before COVID. Um, and as I said, we were busy, you know, uh, Doing what we did during COVID, for which we're very, very proud, because we we emerged from the COVID crisis as clearly one of the carriers that that supported this industry the best and the most, um, with with 180 cargo flights per day at the peak of the peak. So while we were busy that doing that, of course the rollout of a uh, of uh, e channels uh, had to be postponed slightly uh, by a few months. So now we have a firm date, and I'm very, very happy that we are finally there.
0: My- last question in this particular topic is uh, is your uh, pilot project uh, on the iata one uh, one record uh, mm-hmm. how would you like to place another but again a recent completion of uh, uh, qr cargo's pilot project uh, of one record by iata along with uh, champ cargo systems and agility
1: mm-hmm. So so f- for us both work right i mean you you don't need you don't need to make a, cho- a choice is it only uh, marketplaces or only your website or only um uh only um one record uh, all of that there there is a place for all all of those options in in the market we just want to be the carrier that is prepared to answer any technological need coming from our customers because today we have obviously a number of customers on the planet, and all of them have different views and different strategies. Uh, So we don't want to be the carrier that says, you know what, I've picked that option, and you will only have to use that option if you want to trade with me. We want to keep every option possible. So we do host-to-host. Host, we do direct API with, with our system. Uh, we do now marketplaces. We have our own website. We are ready for one record. We were one of the first ones ready for uh, XML technology uh, a few years back. So this has always been the, f- the philosophy of, of Qatar Airways. Um, because frankly, who can tell us today which technology will prevail tomorrow? No one. We all have opinions, but no one
0: knows. Guillaume, how strongly do you believe that the future of uh, freight is digital?
1: Very strongly. Extremely strongly. Um, And it's not even me saying. It's just just the trend. It's what's happening in the world. COVID has only accelerated the digitalization uh, wave that was already you know, in place, um, not only in air freight, in, in every other industry, air cargo will not escape it. Air cargo was late to the game because air cargo is a fragmented industry with different interests from the various players of that industry. That is my analysis of the situation. Um, but look at what's happening. Web cargo by Fretos was the first one. And then. Other alternatives popped up, and another one, and another one. And those alternatives you know, will be followed by others because technology is moving on. It is now cheaper, faster to build up technology to serve our industry. And today we're talking about distribution channels, we're talking about marketplaces, we're talking about e-bookings, but tomorrow we'll be talking about way more things in our industry. We'll be talking about technology serving the air freight industry by other aspects as well, not only by distributing price and, and, and capacity. Um, that is coming. And one of the main reasons why we chose uh, Web Cargo by Freitas, uh, I wanna be very clear is because we share that vision with the executive team of, of Web Cargo by Freitas, with ISVI, with Manel, um, we do share the vision that this step is only a first step and there's a lot more to come. So obviously Qatar Airways is big. Big doesn't doesn't mean much really in my mind. Uh, But when Qatar Airways does something, when we engage into an action, I can tell you, we do it fully. And we will just not stop at putting our capacity On the marketplace and wait for customers to book we will engage our sales force to actively drive the penetration of that technology in the markets where we are piloting that's why we're opening only with six countries and not globally as a big bang we are absolutely determined to push it and to be an active force in in developing the digital in our industry as an example we are offering a discount part of the pilot program. We're offering offering an average of six cents per kilo discount. If you call Kataraway's office, you will be given the best price possible. But if you go online, that price will be beaten. It will be lower by an average of $0.06, depending on OND, depending on constraint lanes and so on. But the average of what we're offering is $0.06 per kilo. That's not small. We're doing that for the first 20,000 shipments, Reggie. So I'm not doing like a a weekend promotion. We're doing a promotion that's going to last quite some time. 20,000 shipments is not nothing. Even at the scale of Qatar Airways, it's not nothing. And that's only for six countries. So this is an example of how we're going to drive it. And, And there will be a lot more Activities coming up to push that technology and and to increase as much as possible users adoption.
0: Jim, I have uh, certainly no doubt about um, how Qatar Airways Cargo actually sets a global benchmark, uh, and particularly in the digital transformation. Uh, as you grow bigger, I think the responsibility also becomes even higher. Uh, yeah. That brings us brings me to the to the next topic of the discussion, uh, which is sustainability and social responsibility. Um, it's been significant that, in the midst of the pandemic, you launched the Cargo We Care project uh, and the first chapter, you call it, um, that this campaign has, or this initiative has different chapters, and the first chapter was the, the offer to carry one million cargos by the end of uh, 2020, which has entered. Uh, uh, can you give us uh, your assessment of this uh, this project? how did it go in uh, in the first chapter you are close to the first chapter uh, how do you look look back at this initiative
1: okay um, so first we care was invented before covid we care was invented when cargo when qatar was cargo became the largest carrier in the world that was 2019 so then we had two options of course, you're proud about it, right? so you you want to communicate and you want to make a bit of noise that's that's natural, and also we've got teams to we've got teams to to motivate so in order to celebrate that milestone, we had two options either we could have said we could have gone into the, the, the bragging mode, we are the number one and and we are the biggest one, or we could have gone another direction, which is what I decided to do, which was okay, great job. this is not final this is not what you know, a target in itself. However, now that we are the largest carrier in the world, it comes with responsibilities the responsibility to lead by example. And we came up with a number of initiatives and we clubbed them under a program that we called We Care. Then COVID hit. So that project, you know, was put on pause for a while and we finally were able to launch our episode one or chapter one, uh, the one million kilo project in uh, in the summer, giving uh, one million kilo free of charge to our forwarders, to our customers, for them to donate to the charity of their choice. Uh, and we gave them Six months to do so. It was a beautiful project. It worked really well. Created a lot of buy-in from our staff and a lot of team building. So we used it internally as well in order to to generate some uh, some pride in 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 our company. I'm a bit sad at the end of it, Reggie, to be frank, because while some customers were so excited about it and, and they were very happy to to play with us and to really engage and and to donate and to even most of them donated their their, their grant services free of charge to the same charity and so it was an end-to-end free of charge service for the charity a number of them a number of them didn't really pick it up to be frank um, too busy not believing in it I don't know uh, but I would have expected that everybody would jump on an occasion like this because it costs you not much if not nothing um, to do some good Right. Uh So some of that one million kilo would have gone to waste if we had not, towards the end of the year, picked it up ourselves and decided to do further donations. So we did that. Um, but hey, it's the reality of the world. So this what? is not stopping us, though. So we, we we will we will pursue. We will continue. And now we have chapter two coming up.
0: OK, so uh, at the end of it, you had the one million kilos carried.
1: Yes, we had the one million kilos carried because the leftovers that were not utilized by freight forwarders, we proactively utilize them into our own donation.
0: Okay, uh, Guillaume, coming to the last question and to the into the next chapter, we are already into the 2021, the first month of uh, 2021 is almost coming to an end. Uh, you intend to launch the second chapter of uh, We Care uh, sometime next week. Um, give us a little more details about what is the chapter two, and you call it Reviled the Planet.
1: Rewild the planet, because everybody loves animals. We all do love animals and wild animals. So uh, we chose wildlife as the second topic of our WeCare program, um, uh, maybe to give a bit of diversity in the news today, because everybody's talking pandemic, everybody's talking vaccination, everybody's talking pharma. And, and we thought that you know addressing the wildlife topic would be a bit of a Uh, fresh air uh, in in, in our industry. So the the story is fairly simple. There are a number of NGOs out there and associations that uh, really do their best to move wild animals back to their natural habitat. And this is a challenge. I mean, I've talked to a lot of them. I've I've been engaged. I've engaged a, a lot of these people. They are amazing people. They, they they volunteer. They spend a lot of their time, of their personal money, trying to move animals back to wildlife. Animals that have been taken away from wildlife to to be used by human by us um, as as entertainment for the most part. Um, and when they try to do that, the biggest hurdle after approvals and administration authorities the biggest hurdle is the cost so we came up with that project where if you want to ship a wild animal back to its natural habitat then we will move it free of charge for you we will move it free of charge because we believe that by having that offer out in the market it will create it will stimulate demand I am pretty sure I am convinced that some organizations will actually move will 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 actually click and and will from thinking about it will actually act because they know that that burden is not there anymore so we are starting that and we're very proud about it um and i look forward to our first shipments really um that that will be coming hopefully in the coming weeks of months
0: Gib do you have already a request from uh, any of the ngos or do you launch the event next week with the first shipment
1: we do not have a request part of the of the uh, Rewild project yet because it's not public yet. It will be launched on the first of February. Uh, I do expect a number of um, solicitations then at that moment, and we will we will do our most our utmost to to entertain them uh, positively and favorably it's a good thing, you, you know, you're putting back, you're putting wild animals that have been most of them uh, not in their natural place back to where they belong. And yeah. it's fun, you know, at the end of the day, Reggie, when you do air cargo, when you move boxes and skids and so on, Giving a, a sense of purpose to what you do is 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 key. Um, it feels good to all of us. It also feels good for the for our staff, for our colleagues, uh, because then you know you're doing something right. And I can tell you that with the 1 million kilo, those charity shipments were handled as VIP shipments. Nobody wanted to miss a piece, to, to lose a kilo, to have a missing cargo. You know, it was like all spotlights were on them just because we wanted to do something right. And it's gonna be the same with those wild animals. I am convinced.
0: Thanks, Guillaume. Uh, giving a sense of purpose to what you do, I think that's the best way to conclude this conversation with you and really appreciate uh, spending your time and uh, talking and sharing your thoughts uh, in, in the show Cargo Mastermind.
1: Thank you very much, Reggie. Good talking to you and I hope I'll see you in person next time.
0: That was uh, Guillaume Halu, Chief Officer Cargo at Qatar Airways. That's it from us at Stat Media Group. We bring cargo masterminds every Monday. Thanks for tuning in and come back on next Monday for a fresh episode. Have a nice day.